Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Listen, we stuff this podcast with ads like Jonathan Sullivan used to stuff his face with hot dogs during the pregame for Saints games. If you don't like the ads, sign up and become a patron today. Patrons get access to this podcast ad-free. No ads ever. And they get the Booze Bundle welcome box four swag items, amazing, and a Saints player card, and you get access to the Discord channel. Why wouldn't you do it? It's 10 bucks. You're practically making money. So do it today. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up to become a patron. That's saintshappyhour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome into another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's time of the week for Andrew's player grades from the Saints-Vikings game this podcast is free, but you you should become a $10 patron so you get access to this podcast every day. You get the podcast every day. You get access to Andrew's grades, written grades. Um, you get access to this podcast earlier than if you don't pay. And we'll send you a booze bundle full of swag items. It's amazing. You should do it. Andrew, I know it feels kind of like a thousand years ago the Saints played the Vikings, uh, but they played the Vikings. They dropped a 50-burger on them. Uh, it's true. I, saw, I witnessed it. I saw it. <laughs> Kamara yeah. was amazing. He had six touchdowns. First time ever somebody in the, the the era of football that counts when it was on TV actually did that. So it's a record. Um, this game, though, to me, it's so hard to judge because you, you get so excited. I mean, Armstead and Ramchak and Ruiz are blocking Viking dudes into the stands, and it's amazing and it's fun. But then you realize the dudes they're blocking into the stands are like XFL castoffs because the Vikings' defense is so decimated with injuries and is just crappy. So what do you take away from this game grade wise not the fact that we enjoyed the hell out of it because Kamara scored the six touchdowns and it was fun it was a great Christmas but like what do you take away from the offense's performance especially the offensive line because let's be real the last couple weeks every version it's great podcast I'm fretting about the offensive line panicking you're trying to calm me down or sometimes you're panicking with me but it was good on Christmas so what are we to take from it I don't think we take too much other than I think anytime you do really well, it builds confidence. And so from that standpoint, it's a good thing. But also I think 
I mean, for example, you, you look at Drew Brees. He takes one hit, no sacks. Uh, there weren't any injuries up front. Me, those are all good things. Meanwhile, Andres Pete, Nick Easton, they get to rest, mm-hmm. uh, recover their bodies, and so. I just think from a health perspective, you look at this and you got to feel yeah. really good. Not only was their performance amazing, and let's be honest, uh, Teron Armstead and Ramchick, those two guys, they've been to the Pro Bowl. They've been all pro. Yeah. We, we know their names, right? Everyone across the league knows their names because they're that good. So by no means is this like a breakout performance by those guys. We expect that from them. And yet this may have been the best game that both of them played. Yeah. Uh, they, it was that dominant. And so – that, that was great to see. It was fun, like you said, but I, I just look at it more as building confidence and looking and feeling healthy because this wasn't one of those games that felt really physical or, or you know, just that, that you were going to build a lot of uh, soreness and yeah. issue, issues from this game. So sometimes, like, these games are the best in the sense that you get through them healthy. Yeah, um, well, especially on offense, right? And they have one more week, and you just have to kind of like knock on wood or cross your fingers that they, that they can get through one more week against Carolina healthy because they're gonna they're obviously probably going to play starters because there's just there's just too much of value to to be had out there to rest and and and, yeah. and and go and say hey we're gonna we're gonna rest and we're gonna let Caroline win this game and they're we're gonna go eleven and five. Like there's too much of va- there's too much of value out there. There's the number one seed, there's the two seed. Like there's there's so much of value out there that they have to play and you just have to hope that they don't get injured. But the one thing I was gonna say is, you know, Armstead he got the Rona, and it wasn't like he got in contact with somebody that had the Rona and they put him on the list and he couldn't play. He had the Rona Rona and he looks back to me at least where he's got his um he's got his you know the where he's not getting tired in games and endurance and that sort of thing so that was a good sign for me how did McCoy look to you because he's a, he's a guy we've been sort of we've been sort of looking at and, and fretting over the uh the last couple of weeks because of the RoboCop arm yeah he, the last two weeks it has seemed better uh so I don't know if that's the good drugs. The, yeah, well, that or just the quality, <laughs> the lack of quality in the opponent, uh, or, or whatever. But uh, that is encouraging, and uh, I do feel like he's been playing better. And may, maybe it's just he's learned how to play with the ailment. Maybe it's not getting better, but it's just he, he has learned how to leverage and yeah. and play through it. So McCoy is trending upwards after having like I would say a five week period where he was sneaky bad and that's encouraging because you want the offensive line to be playing the best possible and i'm not gonna lie i'm feeling pretty good about the offensive line in the sense that ruiz had a really good game and i feel like he's getting better and i just feel like if pete can't go and and they have injuries like james hurst is a decent backup option so they have some options with hurst and ruiz if they have guys that can't go where it's maybe not going to be great against a, a, a much better defensive line, but it's at least capable. It's at least passable. And, you're you're not pl- you're yeah. not, and that's the thing that look. I know no one cares about the Chiefs because this is a Saints podcast, but I think they have some serious issues on the offensive line, and it started to show up a little against the Saints, and it started to show up against Atlanta. Like they're beat to hell. And look, as Saints fans, we know how that fucking story ends. When your offensive line, you might have guys playing, you missing guys. And 
fans don't really think about it, but then you get in a playoff game against a, a good defense like the Rams in the NFC Championship, and besides the no call, like the Saints, they were beat up on the offensive line, they lost both their tight ends, they couldn't fucking run the ball. And it just, like, yeah. these things catch up to you. So it's good that the Saints are looking healthy, we're feeling really good. Another thing that, that I want to talk to you about is your tight end grades. You gave Jared Cook a B plus, which was really good because he had been, he had been sort of in a Let's be real. He had sort of been in a funk since the the second Tampa game where the Saints sort of housed Tampa, but he was terrible in that game. He had been in a funk since then. You gave him a B, B plus. You gave Troutman an A minus. Andrew, could we see Sean Payton getting exotic and playing both of them and doing weird, crazy shit that breaks all Saints tendencies that we're used to seeing? Well, you ask, could we? We're already seeing it. Uh, there, there, there were a number of snaps in that game where both of them were in there, and with Josh Hill getting injured, that ramped up Troutman's usage anyway. And I, I actually think Troutman's usage has been going up regardless. It has been, uh, and and he's, he gets better every week. That's the thing. He start he gets trusted with a little bit more each week because Sean Payton feels better about his responsibilities as an inline blocker, catching screen passes, like doing all this little stuff. So. Uh, Troutman, his, his arrow is pointing way up and you feel good about the rookie and his development with each game. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think, uh, there's the ability to play both of them together. You know, I actually thought Jared Cook was outstanding in this game. And the only reason he didn't get a higher grade was I actually thought his route on the interception was, was not great. And I think he deserves a little bit of the blame on that first pick by Breeze because he kind of rounds off his route as opposed to cutting it a little sharper, which was where Breeze was expecting him to go when he threw it. Uh, but otherwise, um, you know, what you trust him for is when you, when you're in a blitz situation, mm-hmm. and to me, this is Jared cook. This is Jared cook. One Oh one. When you're in a situation where the team sends a house blitz, Breeze just kind of throws it up and it's a jump ball for Jared Cook because he knows he has single coverage and it's a smaller corner on him. So he's just like, I'm going to put this ball up there and you just go get it. And not only does Jared Cook box the defender out and go make the catch, but he gets 40 yards after the catch. Huge play. And that was on a big third down. That was a huge conversion. And that that's why they signed Jared Cook. Those are the plays that He's been inconsistent with this year, and those are the plays he was consistently making last year. And so that, to me, is a really good sign just to see him making that play because because that's the play in the playoffs he's going to have to make. Because because the thing about Jared Cook is the reason why the Saints paid him two years, $16 million, the reason why the Raiders won, and the reason why other teams have wanted him is his physical skills are ridiculous. And when when he's right, he is a matchup nightmare not like on the maybe the Kelsey level or um, the guy for the Raiders, but he's a level Darren below. Waller, yeah. yeah, Darren Waller. He's a level below, and we saw it last year against the 49ers. Like the 49ers, they had no fucking answer for him. You know, and he got concussed and got put out the game. But one more note before we get to Kamara is Troutman, he's going to be your tight end in 2021. Like the Saints are going to have to do cat moves. I don't know that they would bring Cook back at eight to ten million dollars i don't see that happening troutman is going to be your starting tight end for the saints and i feel really good about it well uh, i think it's important to remember he may not be the starter in terms of doing the stuff that jared cook does i think the the saints will still need 
a bigger playmaker. Maybe that'll be Jawan Johnson. Maybe Jawan Johnson will run a lot of those routes that mm-hmm. that Cook is running currently. But you know, they'll have they'll need someone to kind of replace what Jared Cook does. And I don't know that Troutman can replace all of it. Um, but but yeah, I agree that he's probably the starter, and he's he's probably going to be seeing a lot of the snaps next year that Josh Hill sees. You know, and so that that's a question: is, is Josh Hill back next year? Because he's had a lot of injuries and concussions. But we'll have to see. Josh Josh Hill is also, if he doesn't retire, he, he's a guy that. Uh, is pretty cheap, so you know, it may be that they, they play together and they have to go out and get a third tight end that, that's maybe more explosive in the passing game. But I, I agree with you. I think Troutman's going to be the guy, and they're going to build on his responsibilities. Um, but, yeah, I, I think when you look at this offense, you have to feel pretty good just about he, – here's the last thing I'll say about Jared Cook. It's not an accident that he's struggling this year and Michael Thomas has been out. And I, I think that's important for everyone to remember. Yeah. It's like when when your receiving core is completely decimated and you're playing UDFAs, a defense is game planning and they're like, all right, well, Jared Cook is their best weapon. And so we're going to make sure that we have a good coverage plan for him. And we're going to leave one on one matchups on Austin Carr and Tommy Lee Lewis because those guys don't scare us. And so he's getting more attention. He's getting tougher yeah. matchups. It's it, it's much easier for Jared Cook when he's kind of being lost with single coverage with the linebacker because teams are so terrified of Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. So the saints haven't been full strength enough for Jared cook to really have opportunities this year. And I I just want to point that out. And you know, there's hope that come playoff time, maybe we'll have Michael Thomas at full strength. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders will be there. Jared and, and you know, Traquan Smith is out now, so they won't have him, but you know, at least that will make life easier, and it, it could be that Jared Cook will have better opportunities come playoff time. Football is in full effect, with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Oh, complete. You know, Michael Thomas is kind of like the son for the Saints. I mean, you know, him and Kamara, him and Kamara. But Kamara was amazing. Latavius Murray, quietly amazing again. 72 yards, 12 carries against his former team's three three catches, 24 yards. Um, but, you know, it's an underrated thing, I think, in the playoffs last year where my theory was Kamara had the long touchdown against Tennessee um, – you know, and 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 Carolina, I think too, and I think it lulled the Saints into a false sense of security that Kamara was healthy at at the end of last year, and they sort of did a lot in the playoff game for him when they shouldn't have because he really wasn't himself. Right, this year, clearly, Andrew, he's himself. He just scored six touchdowns, but I think you look at Kamara's usage; it's sixty percent, sixty-five percent. Like I believe Sean Payton has made a concerted effort to limit his touches, to manage. He had a little foot issue, but to to get him here where we're in week 17 and he's as close to fully healthy as a running back can be this time of year. I think Sean Payton, he won't say it, but I think he's made a concerted effort to do it, and we'll see if it pays off. We'll see if he can get through one more week. 
But if Kamara is special, I would argue he wasn't special in 2018 in the playoffs. He wasn't special last year. I would even argue in 2017 he was really good in that Minnesota game, but he was kind of worn out because he was a rookie. It's a good point. Uh, yeah, and I, th- th- this is the whole thing. It's You look at Christian McCaffrey, and that dude, I, I think – Carolina was reckless and irresponsible feeding him the ball last year, and and they're paying for it now. Uh, and uh, you have to ask yourself how much of running him into the ground contributed to the season that he's just had, where yeah. he's just been a, a broken injury every week. And so that's been the Sean Payton model. And it, you look at the length of a career that they were able to get out of Ingram, who's still mm-hmm. in the league, and Pierre Thomas and. Reggie Bush and Reggie Bush tried to go to Miami and be an every down back and and he blew out his knee shortly thereafter and, and, and because of the usage and, and and then Reggie Bush's career was really never the same. So I just look at it as when you have a long term deal like Kamara has, it's just being smart. You know, you don't want to give him twenty five thirty touches a game. They could do that. They could go full Le'Veon Bell with him when he when Le'Veon was with the Steelers and run him into the ground. But then I don't think you get the full benefit of the contract you gave him. And, and you're exactly right. You want to be able to have him healthy in the playoffs making plays. And that's how that's how that happened. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. You know, and and look, they they it helps when they have a really really nice second back in Latavius Murray. But it's like the Denver game where the Saints looked at Denver and they're like, Denver, they they don't have a quarterback. They're not going to be able to complete a pass, right? So we're just going to run the ball. But instead of running Kamara, we'll just run Taysom Hill and we'll run Latavius Murray and we'll save a week of Kamara, you know, and, and, and look, I think part of it was he didn't get a lot of touches for Taysom, Taysom Hill at quarterback on the screen pass. I think that was a product of Taysom maybe, but I think it was, I think it's built in and we'll see if it, we'll see if it pays dividends for him. But I, I really, I really love it. Um, you know, uh, Kamara, he's got 20 and I know he got six on Friday, but dude, Andrew, he's got 21 freaking touchdowns and he might get a thousand yards because the Saints they need to beat Carolina. We talked about it. They need to beat Carolina. Um, he's had a truly magical year. Uh, 
It's one of the it's one of the all time great running back seasons for the Saints, I think, Andrew. Oh, it might be the best. He's you know, he might have a thousand yards. Yeah, and like you said, twenty one touchdowns. So, I I just remember I want to go back to Dalton Hilliard and nineteen eighty nine. He scores eighteen touchdowns. That was the most in a single season in Saints history, and it was the most in the NFL that year. And I just remember thinking how amazing that was. And Kamara tied that. He he scored eighteen touchdowns uh, a couple years ago, at uh, twenty eighteen. And so. That that that's been the Saints' record, and so for him to beat that and now be at 21, so he's beat that Saints' record by three, 21 touchdowns in a season. Uh, it's pretty remarkable uh, to get in the end zone that many times. You have to be special. Yeah. So we'll see. Now we go to the defense. Not great against Minnesota. The run defense was bad early. They tightened up in the second half and really held Delvin Cook, limited him to a lot. Um, they got some pressure on Cousins, not as much as you would think, but Hendrickson was out. Uh, Malcolm Brown is out. Malcolm Brown is one of those guys, Andrew. I, I start to, you know, he's been out a little bit. He's out, and their run defense, it isn't the dominant brick wall force that it's been. Is he is he one of those guys where, like, we don't think of him as a huge, important guy because he doesn't rush the passer. He doesn't do all these versatile things. But the one thing he does is he just so elite at it, we kind of forget that he's just a giant space eater in the middle and he really, really is like a like a I don't know what you would call it, like but like a foundation piece of that elite run defense. Yeah, I mean if you look at the Saints personnel, they really haven't replaced him. And, you know, I would say that Tyler Davison was a player like that. But a lot of times you don't want to carry multiple space eaters on your defense because you want more versatile defensive tackles. But that's how I would describe Sheldon Rankins. Onyemata maybe is a blend of both. He he can get up up in the pocket, but he he can eat some space as well. But you you look at Malcolm Roach and Shai Tuttle, to me, those guys are subs that are more like Rankins. You know, they're, Mm -hmm. they're maybe versatile players that can eat a little space, they can take on blocks, and they can get upfield. But I, I would say that none of them are kind of your linchpin nose tackle like Malcolm Brown is. And so I just don't think the Saints have the personnel. Like, they, they didn't really replace him. It's not like he went out and they're like, all right, we're going to go get this massive space eater to give us what Malcolm Brown gives us. And so I, I do think he's been missed. And because the Saints run so much nickel personnel, and for all intents and purposes, you know, whether you want to call – C.J. Gardner-Johnson, a linebacker, or Malcolm Jenkins, a linebacker, when the Saints are in their nickel, like those guys are linebackers. And so mm-hmm. it becomes tougher to stop the run when your nose tackle isn't Malcolm Brown. Yeah, and he and so I, I, do, I do think it, it's, it's made a big difference. I think part of it is they miss Malcolm Brown because of what he gives, but I think part of it is their backups, their personnel, they just they haven't – the yeah. Saints have not prioritized going out and getting a guy like him. Well, I mean, why would you when you when you they play the defense that they play, right? You know, you you can't you have to make roster decisions and allocate resources a certain way. And the Saints just they made that decision because they play nickel so much, right? And the thing was, Malcolm Brown was sort of a surprise signing because we at the time we were like, well, maybe they'll bring back Tyler Tyler Davidson and this and that. And they signed him. And I remember you saying like, man, he's like Tyler Davidson. He's just a better version of him, you know. Um, so they need him to get, they need him to get back, but he's a guy where like, give him another week again, you know, maybe you can beat Carolina without him. 
Ho, 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 fellas, naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. You are in luck because Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate man's hygiene bundle and makes for the perfect gift. Imagine opening an attractive box that says, your balls will thank you with the most sought-after gadgets and scents a person could find. Included in this new package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual blade system. Look, guys, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Why not use the best tools for the job here? This bundle includes the Lawnmower 3.0 Trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. Tis the season to Manscaped. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Performance Package. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Get the Performance Package now and receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. The Performance Package is the best value that Manscaped has to offer and is hot off the shelves. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for making our holes look sexy. The big thing on defense was Quan Alexander he was struggling in the game against Minnesota, but he blew out his Achilles. He's gone for the year. So now, um, you know, unfortunately, we're back to this man's music, Alex Anzalone. And he, part of the reason they went to get Quan Alexander was he was struggling and they didn't like their depth at linebacker. But Alex Anzalone, he's the guy now at linebacker for good or bad because it. there's no – there's. I mean, there's no one else, right? It's 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 him or Robertson, and it ain't going to be Robertson, right? So we, we're riding with Anzalone. We're riding or dying with him, right, the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, I, I don't really see a situation where they would say, hey, Zach Bond, he's still learning, he, mm-hmm. and he's still struggling just with, like, the mental aspects of the game. And so I, I just – I can't see a situation where they say, hey, Zach Bond, go out there and be a starter. Uh, I, I think it would require at this point, I think if Anzalone went down, they'd probably go to Craig Robertson, you know, just because of the at least he knows what he's supposed to do and where he's supposed to be. If he can actually execute it is another thing. But, yeah, the linebacker is a tough situation now and it's razor thin. They they really can't sustain mm-hmm. another injury there. I think you ask me often, like, when are they at the point where another injury sinks them? And I, I think one more injury at linebacker would. Yeah, well, that's that's why we were so excited about the Kwan Alexander trade is because, one, it upgraded, and two, we knew that Anzalone wasn't going to last 16 weeks. So now all we need is for Anzalone to give us four or five good weeks. Anzalone, go be spectacular in the playoffs and go get a ridiculous contract from a stupid team. We'll love you forever. We might even build you a statue. Mm. I'm, I'm just – hey, <laughs> a- Andrew – it would it would warm my heart nothing more than like Anzalone be awesome in the playoffs and he gets that Scott Fujita ridiculous fucking contract at the Browns. Remember that? Like the Browns went and paid Fujita. We weren't even mad. We were like, congratulations, Fujita. You deserve it. Thanks for the memories. Like that's what I want. Well, I I also think the Saints are set up with Zach Bond where I, I the, this is a throwaway season because he was changing positions anyway. There's going to be a lot to learn, and then you add 
the realities of this year. I, it was this was always going to be a redshirt year for Bond, where he played a little special teams. You know, he got on the field here and there at linebacker just to kind of get his feet wet. But this was always going to be that kind of season for him. But I actually think the future could be bright with him. That that he mm. could be a future starter for the Saints just because of his physical skills and abilities. So, yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where he may play a lot in the future. It's just they'd be okay losing Anzalone. Yeah. So before we get out of here, um, we got one more week, but is the top five grades for the year for the Saints, is it kind of locked in? And like Camaro with his amazing performance on Christmas, is he like the guy now? He's going to be sort of the MVP. Maybe not MVP is subjective, but he's going to have your highest GPA. So is there any sort of guys that could surprise and have a great, uh, a great, season finale that could get them in the top five or the top three that guys we weren't really talking about that way to start the season no I I think the top 10 is pretty locked in uh, for the most part and there are some surprises there are some that are less surprising but you know I I think when you look at the top five first of all it's impressive to me that Armstead and Ramchek are both going to end up in the top five Uh, and and Ramtech's going to get all the money. When you talk about bookend tackles, uh, man, the Saints just have two really, really special ones. And you know, we talked about Armstead and his longevity in the league and his injuries, but like that's not really a thing anymore. I mean, he, yeah, he missed a couple games for COVID. That's a different deal. But I, I actually think uh, Armstead has turned himself later in his career into he, a, a pretty durable guy. He, he, um, and and. And that's a fair point. And he said it a couple of years ago. He said, I am frustrated with not being able to play 16 games. I'm frustrated with these injuries. I have changed how I prepare my body because I want to stay healthy. And it's mostly worked. Fans don't necessarily think of it that way, but it's mostly worked. And he's mostly been healthy. Knock, knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood, yeah. Um, yeah, so look, I, I, I just think this all adds up to – Kamara likely being the MVP of the season, as far as I'm concerned. Onyemata being your defensive player of the year. You know, there's a couple guys that are kind of jostling to try to get in the top five. Demario Davis with a good game could get in there. Malcolm Jenkins has kind of fallen off a little bit lately. So if he could have a great game, he could get up there. But I think it's going to be one of those games regardless. I think the Saints are going to have to toe the line a little bit in this game of backing off on guys that are a little banged up because they don't want guys to get injured. So I, I think yeah. they're going to have to be a little bit careful there. Uh, but they want to win the game. And so I think if you're healthy and, you know, they're, they're going to have to toe that line of just who they play and uh, who they back off on as they try to get a win. Uh, but I think this could be a game where there's an opportunity to maybe see some guys we haven't seen as much this year. You know, mm. Could Zach Bond get more snaps? A guy like Adam Troutman, is he going to get used a little bit more? So, I think uh, the one thing to look out for is really rookie of the year for the Saints. Like, if you ask me right now, I'm not really sure who that is. Uh, I think Ruiz has a case, although he's had a lot of bad games. Marquez Callaway is kind of my front runner going into this game. Uh, Troutman has a very good case, and I think if Troutman had a good game and Callaway didn't do much, then maybe Troutman could vault, vault ahead of him. So uh, that's one kind of award I think that's up for grabs. And I think Callaway and Troutman yeah. are kind of your favorites. But you know, if Ruiz had a great game and the other two did nothing, 
they're all kind of at a similar place at GPA where that that could that could flip. Yeah. Well, guys, we got one more grades podcast, but you want to sign up for this podcast. We are the best freaking podcast. We delivered content for you people on Christmas night. No, no other Saints podcast, touch, podcast, website, whatever. They don't touch us. We deliver more freaking content than anybody. It's the best money you'll spend if you're a crazy Saints fan and you want to be connected and get your Saints fix every single day, including the offseason. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. We will see you again tomorrow.